Wow, 22 pages later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. I have nothing to say. I'll just say we've been gone for a month. I know that you missed us, but I'm glad we're back. I'm not going to make any excuses. I'm not going to try to, you know, kiss up. I'm just going to be very straightforward. So welcome to a better late than never edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 139. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and joining me as always is the man who will show up late, but blame it on you, MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. And I'm coming with horror sci-fi movie quotes from now on. Really? We all, mm-hmm, we all go a little mad sometimes. The Shining. What's that? Psycho. Aww. Oh. Okay, Kubrick, Hitchcock, same thing. <laughs> no. Not. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I was kidding. That was sarcasm. And the other voice that you heard there is the man who will show up late, but have the balls to say, when you're important, people will wait. RT Square, Ralph the Tech. And they will. They'll wait and wait. Mm-hmm. Um... They say that sugar may be as addictive as cocaine, but you never hear stories about someone giving a stranger a blowjob behind a Burger King at 3 a.m. for a Reese's. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) there's so many ways I could just take that joke, but we won't. We won't. We're going to be more PG friendly. As Mike said, we're really we're we're dangerous with our humor. So (laughs) I'm sure someone's gotten a gum job for some sweet and low packets, though. A gum job. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's just the visual there is just you just can't get it out of your head. All right. So. All right. So the wait is over. I know people have been waiting for us to cover this. And I think that's another reason why we took so long. But today we will be finally covering the latest comic book movie phenomenon known as Joker. Simple as that. Not the Joker. Joker. But first. Mike hasn't been on the air in some time, so let's clear the air as he catches up on geek happenings and global sci-fi shit. Or to put it frankly, shut up and listen to him because here comes Mike and his quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kai. What makes you think I haven't been on the air? There's lots of other podcasts I could be on. Maybe I'm on CNN. You don't know. Dude, you just said could. <laughs> you said yeah, could. It, it, yeah, I don't like to right. talk my business. Let me see if I know Mike. What's what's the first? What's your first order of business? Uh, nothing much. I have the quickest Damn. quick news ever. I was waiting for him to say death. Well, see, now that's what you get for waiting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. You want connectivity? I got your connectivity right here. Yep. According to Marvel Studios president and general lord of making money, Kevin Feige, the (laughs) upcoming Disney Plus shows Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk will not only entertain on the small screen, but they will also be part of the big screen MCU. All right. Yeah. To quote Feige, quote, we are certainly doing cinematic art level productions for Disney Plus. All of those characters will undergo transformative, very exciting changes in that show and go into our movies. So they'll go back and forth End quote. Disney Plus is set to begin streaming on November 12th, but the release dates for the new shows have not been announced. Yeah, I, I've been hearing about a lot of these characters um, going, a lot of these characters going back and forth, but um, like, like between either being on the movie or being in the series, and now you're saying they're going to go from series into a show. Well, they didn't. He didn't say that. Like for instance, um, Ms. Marvel is going to have her show and then have her own movie. They're just saying that they will be in continuity between both. So. 
that that leaves it up to interpretation until he makes it clearer. In other words, maybe they will have their own movies. Who knows? Or they'll at least show up in the movies and still be the same character in the same, you know, plot positions and whatnot. Right. And whatever happens in the movie will also affect into the shows. Or at least uh, character-wise in the shows. Who knows if that'll actually be action? I would imagine it will. Um, the fact that you cleared that up, Mike, I'm glad. Because the reason why I said is I, I thought originally when Disney came out with their TV shows that, that had to do with Marvel, that they would cross over. And then as we saw, they didn't really cross over. They kind of did. Like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of did. But they didn't reference them in the movies. They always, the TV would always re- reference the movie. The movie wouldn't reference the TV. But now you're saying yeah. it's probably going to go both ways. So that's pretty yeah. Cool. I mean, but the thing is, I mean, but think about it from now a, uh, a viewer's point of view. What does that mean? It means now you're going to have to have a subscription to Disney Plus to find out what's going on with all these characters that are suddenly in your movies. Or just Surprise! wait until it <laughs> ends up on some sort of uh, our streaming site, you know? know what I mean? Yeah, but the majority <laughs> of people don't do that. So Disney is now upping the ante of like, oh, don't you want to know what's going on with these characters? Should be watching Disney Plus. <laughs> well, you see, see, you sound the... like you should be working for Disney Plus the way you said that. <laughs> you oh, I want to do this. D- Disney may be playing... Uh, poker, but Netflix, they're playing Go. Oh, yeah. Okay, what, 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 what are you trying to say? Netflix got theirs. Don't worry. They'll be coming back. They're you not going. Sound- they haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> not yet. Prof, you, you, you sound like you're taking this personal, like you have some invested interest in Netflix. Could Listen, you like, um, I don't have a lot of stock in Netflix. I don't know what you're talking about. Dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay. What what else you got there, Mike? Um, the last thing I have to say is, if you'd like a little consistency in your franchises, Ant-Man has you covered. Director Peyton Reed is coming back to helm his third Ant-Man film. So far, Paul, Ru- uh, excuse me, Paul Rudd is, taped, is going to be taping for the third movie, but the cast members otherwise have not been confirmed. Filming is expected to begin around early 2020 with an anticipated release date of 2022. All right. Okay. Some some Ant Man action. All right. And I know that Mike always says Ant Man One was a perfect movie, which people would debate about. But you didn't like the second one as much, from what I remember from our, from our podcast. No, I mean it was fine, but no, I mean definitely it was nowhere near the level of the first movie. Okay. So so if they got rid of Evangeline Lilly, you'd be okay. No, she wasn't the problem. I mean, it was just the storytelling just wasn't as tight. All right. All right, so I mean, we'll get some Ant Man. I mean, you know, it's funny. Like, like as much as I like the Ant Man movies, I'm just like, like it's okay. You know, you know. Now that now that Infinity War is over, and now that you know all you know all that build up is to an end, I don't know how excited I can be about Ant Man. But we'll see. Well, I mean, that's the thing too is that um, if and I expect that he is if he is an integral part of this phase, then they'll have to start making him much more prominent in the movies. I mean, unless they just want to keep him as a jokey character, in which case then it doesn't pay for him to really be in it, if you know what I mean. Like, so I'm right. assuming that he'll do something noteworthy or something along that line, as opposed to you know how they needed him for this movie, which was towards the goal, towards their end of how they were going to resolve this, which was you know using pin particles, going back in time, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Well, so, well hopefully they'll, you know, now that they have, you know, um, now that they have him back and everybody back you know maybe they'll be able to you know because because people keep talking about how they're going to use ant-man to bring on the fantastic four but we'll see i mean that's people just speculating that's all those sites just trying to get excited and trying to like drum up 
news, but that's what they, that's what everybody's been talking about. One of the leaks says that um, the, the way they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four is to um, to do it through Ant Man. So we'll see. Well, possibly. Let's see. All right. Is is that all your quick news? Oh, it is. All right. What about you, Ralph? Any quick news? I got some quick news. What's that? Oh, here we go. I'm sitting down. I got some quick news for you. Oh, he just made it longer. Oh, boy. Never has he heard that in his life. Never has he heard that in his life. You know what, Cap? You know what? Fuck you. Anyway. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) That pause was longer than you are. Go ahead. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Carry on, Cap. Mm. (laughs) So no quick news for you. You did this to yourself, Cap. You did Uh, this. (laughs) You did this. Oh, I'm crying over. Okay, so, all right, so no quick news. Oh, actually, the only quick news I really have is Rick and Morty had just came out um, this week. Has anybody caught the first episode of season four? No. No, I haven't caught any episodes of most of the seasons, but I heard there's only something like five episodes. You guys waited like a year for this? Well, I know that they they signed up to the 180-episode contract, but I know they're, they're, they're divvying it up. A certain amount so it might be five for the year but not five for like the total season like the like the literal year like this month and next month it'll probably be five episodes well i mean that's what they're probably referring to also you you gotta realize um there's one guy who's doing the votes for both rick and morty so what's your point it's a lot of work that one guy does a ton of voices on the simpsons too yeah and look (laughs) how many episodes they got in a year? Lots. A shit ton. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have to be drunk when he does it. Well, that's that guy's choice. <laughs> have you tried all right, all right. playing uh, Rick sober? It doesn't sound the same. <laughs> all right. Well, all I'm saying is I caught I caught the first episode of Rick and Morty. Always fu- always funny to um, to watch. The only thing about it is you, it's one of those shows that, you know, when you watch a TV show, and you're like, oh, I wish so-and-so could watch it. You have to really think deep on to know who you think would would enjoy the show because it's like Futurama where it's highbrow and lowbrow at the same time. Okay, like that has a lot of pretty smart concepts and a lot of like you know um, like scientific stuff, mm-hmm. which we're like okay, well you have to know a little bit about something to find that funny. But then of right. course they'll throw like the occasional like dick and fart joke, and it's like oh wow. So it's funny because like a very unique person has to has to like that show. Not everybody could just turn on and, and like it. Right. Yeah, you would. It's love not it, Family right? Guy accessible. What was that, Ralph? You would definitely love it. Who? Oh, Mike's seen it. Mike. Oh, I've I've seen it. Yeah, no, I enjoyed the show. I just haven't watched it regularly by any means. Yeah. I think I've seen like maybe five episodes. Yeah, well, def- definitely, good. definitely Last go check one. that out. Uh, you know, it's not going anywhere. Oh yes, it is. There, there's a lot worse things that Mike could be watching. We won't get into that. My little probably watch them. I've never watched any. My Little Pony, shout out to Neil Adams. Not. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get off the quick news and get on to the main event. Yeah, because I kept it quick. Here. I don't know why it's been like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, shush. Well, <laughs> quick is just a you know reference. It's not an actual unit of time. Quick is relative, Mike. Uh, that's not what quick she said. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Mike. Which is, ra- which is racking up things that she did not say. Okay, so let's go into it. Let's talk about... Um, the movie Joker and with a synopsis and hopefully he's not at the top of those stairs is MFG Mike the finance guy take it away Woo! alrighty Joker is a psychological thriller attempting to explain the emergence of one of Batman's most famous villains 
The film was directed by Todd Phillips and written by Phillips and Scott Silver. The title character is based on DC Comics' Joker, who was introduced in Batman number one back in April 1940 and created by Bill Finger, Bob Kane, and Jerry Robinson. Joker had a $55 million budget and has a domestic take of 313 mil. With a worldwide total of 984 million, Joker is the highest grossing rated R film of all time. Um, a critically polarizing film, Joker has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 69% with an audience of 89% and a Metacritic score of 59 out of 100 with an audience of 92 out of 100. 59 out of 100. Keep going, Mike. Wow. Yeah. All righty. Okay. Uh, mental, il- mental illness is no laughing matter, but it is also not respected in the first live action possible origin story of the clown prince of crime. Arthur Fleck is a clown for hire and a stand-up comic by Desire and yet another grim offering of a DC Comics character by Warner Brothers Pictures. It's the early 1980s and Gotham City is just as dirty and crime-ridden as always, yet there is no dark knight defending its streets at the moment. Left to his own devices by a failing health system, kicked, beaten, and untalented, the misanthropic Fleck commits the ultimate act of aggression on three Wall Street assholes and is somehow seen as a local hero among the poor and downtrodden of the city. Now, for a film that attempts to wag a shameful finger at the wealthy for being out of touch with the 99%, it treats the common folk as amoral hostiles with little regard for dignity, property, and human life. Now, the movie is starring Joaquin Phoenix as Arthur Fleck, aka Joker, Robert De Niro as Murray Franklin, uh, Zassie Bates as Sophie Dumond, uh, Francis Conroy, I love Francis Conroy, as Penny Fleck, Brett Cullen as Thomas Wayne, Douglas Hodge as Alfred Pennyworth, and Dante Pereira Olsen as Bruce Wayne, the weirdo. (laughs) All right, so before we start talking about the Joker, let's press that button and do the spoiler warning and definitely use that money that we spent. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Oh, man, he says it so well. And that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. <laughs> Stush. <laughs> Stush. <laughs> okay, that was good. All right. First off, um, the, before you get to any ratings, you can tell the tone of how Mike feels about the movie from his synopsis. And sometimes that's not always the case. Sometimes, you know, it's in the wording, but just the tone and the, and the feel of it. Mike, this, this this synopsis wasn't very funny, so I'm really interested in how you felt about this. And for those who don't listen to the podcast, the Joker is one of Mike's favorite characters, probably like top five, right? How would they know uh, that they for villains? Yeah, podcast? for villains. Yeah, mm-hmm. what? What is it about? How would they hear what you're saying if they don't listen to the podcast? Jesus. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to call me Jesus. You can call me Ralph. It's okay. <laughs> oh, please don't. All right. All right. So let's get to it. Joker. There's a lot of buzz about this movie, and Mike definitely used the word correctly, polarizing. The idea that, you know, people either feel one way or the other, and there's not so much gray area. So let's go into it. Joker, what did you like about it? And um, let's go from there. All right. Um, I mean, I think if you watch it without thinking about the movie at all, it well, it's slow um, in the first half. Um as it builds up, um, but it it's a really good movie. I think when you if you think about the movie and not so much like in depth, just like certain things you're like, well, how does this work together and this logically work together? That's where it crumbles a bit. Um, 
but all in all, I mean, it's an enjoyable film. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix, he does a great job, and that's something that no one argues about. Like, he does a great job portraying a character. Um, but the movie itself is not, I don't know, there's just something like it's not overly interesting somehow. I, maybe And maybe that's not quite the right word, but there's just something in it that if you took away that it was the Joker, just, just okay. removed it from, it's not the Joker, and it's nothing to do with comics at all. So it's just about a guy that's a failed comedian, um, no talent really, with a mental illness, and look at it from that way without interjecting the things that you automatically associate because you know it's the Joker, whether or not it's that Joker from that Batman. There's a lot of information that when you know, when, you, when you're given information that something's a character, you're able to put a lot more into it than a script has to put into it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that if you take away that part from this movie and then look at it again, it doesn't feel as strong of a movie. Again, his performance is still great, but the movie now doesn't seem as strong. Okay. All right. Nice opening statement. Ralph, what do you say? What what did you like about the movie? What are your overall feelings about it? You know, I only saw it uh, this morning. And so many people. So it's fresh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's one word. (laughs) So many people hyped this movie up so much. They were like, oh, my God, Mm. it's incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. It's amazing, like the story, it's it's so compelling. And for the first half of the movie, I was fighting my desire to fall asleep. Yeah. I'm so glad Ralph said it. Because usually I say it and they go, old man. But now I'm like, the no. tone was slow in the beginning. Look, you know, no, I'm sorry. Even like a, a young person, spry of energy, would be fighting their desire to fall asleep. Who were you lullaby. seeing it with? <laughs> that this movie was singing to me yeah. that first half. Like, it, it, it was so slow. Yeah, and it's not about character building. I mean, I think we all enjoy good character building. At least I do love character development. Um, but this one, it just it wasn't paced well for character development. Yeah. I, at least I felt. and Because I did. Because I, I, um, I saw it at home, and I three times had to see how much longer this film was going to be. And at one yeah. point, it felt like it felt like I had watched, because I know it's almost two hours long. I know it, it felt like no, I was, I'm like. two hours long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, and I thought I watched like uh, maybe a good hour and 30 minutes or so of it. Maybe a little bit, even hour and 40 minutes. So I'm thinking it's getting near the end. I wasn't even at 50 minutes yet. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I, 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 I honestly I'm, feel like I lost an hour watching this because I started watching it at around uh, 9 a.m. And next thing I know, it's 12 and it's finishing. I'm like, what the hell happened? What happened to uh, what happened to the time there? Wow. <laughs> so you saw it during some kind of weird daylight savings time. It was really weird. I don't know what happened, man. I lost an hour. I I, I want to definitely mirror a lot of the things you both have said. Um, Mike saying about it's not overly interesting. It's a good it's a, it's a good film, but there's something about it that seems kind of it, almost like something's dull. Not dull, like boring, but like when you mute something, like when you mute color. Right. So when you mute the color red, it's not very vibrant. It's red, but it's not as red. Mm-hmm. That's the way this felt like. I'll say right. the, the only thing that felt like it was vibrant was the last 15 minutes of the movie. Everything well, else yeah. felt like it was on the same plane. Right. Whether he was upset or whatever. whatever. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll take that back. Because in my head, I'm like, no no, 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 I won't take it back. Last 15 minutes would be including when he had the confrontation in his apartment. 
and when he kind of like kind of lost it. So yeah, right. I would say the last fifteen minutes of the movie is when, if you wanted to use the analogy of color, is when you saw some real vibrant stuff. But everything felt everything felt one one level. Yeah, no, no, I definitely agree with that. That's why I was saying before it's a lot of the excitement is because it's the Joker. You know, like yeah. like I mean, in all honesty, I mean, you know, like I said, take away all the makeup and just entitle it, just entitle it Arthur Fleck. <laughs> and and rethink the movie and you would be like well yeah i mean you know he went completely crazy and killed people by the end like you know what i mean like like your your view of this movie would be very different if it wasn't called joker and that and that's what i was saying about it because there's just something i think that gets people excited you know you're just waiting for this this big turn and and like i said i mean Joaquin things did a, he really did a fantastic job yeah um, he did oh my god but it's just something about the movie. And then also then some, uh, and I mentioned it in the uh, synopsis, some of the points in the movie also just got weird. Um, I, I don't, I mean, I'm not a big mental um, health expert and, and, uh, and uh, fighter. So, you know, I mean, I don't have a lot of ground to speak on, but it just didn't feel like it. It just felt like, oh, mental illness, it's a prop. It's, it's the prop of the movie because unlike the character in the comics, even no matter what version of of his origins the Joker wishes to tell you, he's generally a guy that had one bad day. This guy was already mentally ill, and it was like it was like, oh well, now we don't have to have, give a reason as to why he's done these things. He's already mentally ill, and the world shits on him, and is just shitty anyhow. Yeah, and yeah. now we have the Joker. There wasn't a lot of like holy shit, this guy turned, you know, like, oh my God. It's like, no, he he was just waiting to happen. And, and and is that a commentary in today's world? And that does happen with a lot of people that get lost in the system that are mentally ill? Sure, you know, that does happen. But as far as, again, now that you've used the word Joker and you've given me Gotham City, so we know it is the Batman mythos involved, I don't find that enough of a reason. You know, if trying to give me a reality-ish type thing doesn't feel... Like you respected me as the audience. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, one thing I kept hearing about um, an explanation for the, or, or at least, no, no, I'm sorry. Let me, let me let me reword that. One thing I keep hearing about people's, um, when people talk about how the movie was paced and how it was kind of slow and, you know, it felt for for some people like myself, it got it, it felt kind of monotonous. Other people said that it was kind of nerve wracking because you were almost waiting for, um, you're waiting for the snap because you knew it was the Joker and you know who this movie's about. It's like, well, is this the moment? No, is this the moment? No, and and they said that that kind of built anticipation. I didn't feel it as much. I felt it a little bit toward like certain points where I'm like, oh well, come on already, you know, he should have already snapped. But some people said that that helped build anticipation for them like we like almost saying like is this the moment where he's gonna turn or he's gonna turn you know that's what they kept you know that's how people were kind of um this you know describing how they felt about the pacing how they had no problem with it yeah what do you think ralph i honestly felt it was pretty obvious when you know that he's gonna start to unwind once you see him on the train and those three guys start to attack i'm like oh you already saw the gun come out at the hospital so you know he has the gun on him. He's feeling a certain type of way. These guys are kicking him. Oh, of course he's going to shoot them. So you know right. that. You, you can kind of see that happening. And then at the very end, uh, when he shoots uh, Murray, like, you know that was going to happen. You you know for a fact that shit was going to happen. 
Well, if right. you read Dark a Dark Knight Returns, you all you already know that as is. Right. Well, see, my thing though is what you were saying. Uh, uh, that some people felt and whatever it was. That's actually uh, you know the opposite of the point I was just making, which was yeah, there was no like he didn't turn, he didn't snap, he wasn't a normal person that snapped. He was a right. person that already had a lot of problems that had a gun in his pocket. <laughs> you know, like yeah. th- there's a there's a huge difference between the two. The, the only know. thing that was different from the beginning was that towards the end he wasn't on his medication. Right. And that's what I'm saying is that like it's 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 almost like um you know, put put a really horrible script and a bad director and it's like, watch out America, crazy people will kill you the moment they step out the apartment, lock up the children. That's what it felt like as opposed to like, hey, you know, not everybody that's, you know, got these problems is crazy. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, you know why he's doing this. He's crazy. And crazy means violent, you know. And it's like, yeah. well, no, that's not exactly what it means. And, and again, I'm not trying to, like I said, I'm not trying to preach for uh, the betterment of those that are mentally ill. I'm not, I'm not equipped to argue on that platform. But it just, like I said, it felt like a cheap out. Um, okay. So that, like, so that, like I said, he didn't have, for me, he didn't have a snap. It was just waiting to see when he was just finally going to give in, which wasn't a snap. It's just that he's been fighting these violent tendencies anyhow. And right. once he stopped the medication, poof, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so not snap, poof. Okay. <laughs> yeah, poof. But, um, um, but like I said, the thing I had, like, uh, other problems I had with the movie were, um, and it was really evident by the end, but it was even throughout the movies. Once he kills those three guys, and, you know, they were assholes. They were drunk assholes. The city is, you know, on a whole. Like the common person in the city is just like, yeah, you know, da 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 da. That's right. Da-da-da. And I'm like, well, they sure they're Wall Streeter types. They're young guys. They're Wall Streeters, so they're not the CEOs of companies. They're they're probably making a decent penny. Sure, they were assholes. They were drunk. I mean, no one saw what was happening except for that one woman. Who conveniently never they didn't, shows they up. Didn't, they, they, well, I mean, you know, we assume she got interviewed for the paper. I mean, that, that's just the only assumption you can make. Um, but they didn't do anything to deserve being murdered. And it was still weird. It wasn't That part wasn't in his mind. Like, the fact that the city was on his side for the common man of the city wasn't in his mind. That was real. And I'm like, well, I, I, you're, you're happy that these guys got killed? And I'm not saying the movie's saying that. It's just that... As the populace, it wasn't like this is some small sect of like, you know, 20 people and they're like really anti extra violent and stuff like that. It's like, no, this, this whole city is just like, yeah, that was good. And I'm like, I, but why? Because they kept telling us like, well, there's tensions between the, the, the haves and the haves not. But you gave us no reasons. Like you've given us no examples. Um, you, you didn't see the haves like, like ultra shitting on the have nots or, you know. Um, right. You know, it, it was just you told us, and that for the city into such mass, be so hate-filled and, and, and uncaring about human life. Like I said to me, like I said in the synopsis, it's like you just shit on the common man really in your film by saying like, well, this is all they are. They're just a bunch of hothead, hostile people that don't give a damn about themselves or each other. And I'm like, you know, but that I don't think was the point you were trying to make, but that is kind of the point you made. So it's almost like, hmm. well, the, the rich actually do seem better than these people if this is what you're giving me, because at least they were civilized, you know. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Ralph, you want to add anything? I have, I have a question I want to ask. It's kind of shifting gears for a sec. Um, no, I, I, I kind of see Mike's point and what he's saying there. It does kind of make sense. 
I definitely agree with that. Um, I was going to bring up just because because Mike brings up a, a, what how the writer kind of presents the mob and how they kind or, or or not the mob but like the um the 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 the, the common man in, in in Gotham City and how they're kind of portrayed and you know some of the mistakes. But what I wanted to, I wanted to focus a little bit more about because every time I think about Joker, I think about what Mike you know thinks because I've had Mike say some blasphemous stuff on and off the podcast about other beloved jokers. So I was curious, you know, what did you think about, you know, like this particular breakdown of the Joker, the fact that he had an explanation for his laugh, so to speak, you know, how did you, you know, did you guys accept this more? And did you also, did you also like how they played not fast and loose, but changed some of the, the, the details about Gotham, like the fact that, um, the Waynes weren't only a rich family, but the father was actually going to be mayor. Things like that. You know, how did you feel about that? Um, I mean, it didn't, for me, it didn't add anything more. Uh, it, it, for me, a lot of the, uh, the other stuff was just kind of filler to, to kind of move the plot along. Okay. Um, so like it didn't, it didn't do anything for me that Thomas Wayne was running for mayor because, you know, we, he he seemed like a Trump-like character and then kind of like a douche, but then kind of not... Like, like they didn't really give him any play. Um, you know, so you kind of stack the cards against... If you really think about it, they didn't give many characters much play. So you, you didn't get a lot of feel. Like like for the detectives, for instance, that were, that were slowly <laughs> trying to question him for the, for the last half of the film... Um, you know, like when they when they're killed by the um, I'm sorry, not killed when they're har- um, horribly wounded by the crowd on the mm-hmm. train. Did you care? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I didn't give a damn. Yeah, not in the slightest. I mean, the only characters that you really ever got to know were Joaquin Phoenix and his mom. Like everybody else was. I mean, and when you think about like how many people came and went in the film for two hours, that's a lot of not character building that you've done for these other characters. Um, or, or, but also like things like uh, the fact that when the, sh- the gunshot goes off on the train, did you notice that no one really screamed? Well, no I mean, one really reacted. It was the just car very... was empty. It was only him and the guys and the woman. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. I'm talking about when the I'm sorry when the cops are after the Joker. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, it was just true. yeah. It was just it was like everybody was just dull on their reactions. Um, it, it was just it was weird that way. I felt. Um, I mean, I guess that's my answer for that. <laughs> Even when the cops were pointing the gun at the people, they were people were just staring them down like, the fuck, pointing a gun at me? How dare you? What's wrong with you? I'm a human being. Get that gun out of my face. Yeah, if it was, was just, real life, it they'd be like, it. holy shit, it's a gun. Let me run. <laughs> <laughs> or what about to that? nowhere because I'm stuck in a train. Or what about that weirdo Bruce Wayne? What is up with the world and Bruce Wayne? If you just don't like Bruce Wayne as a kid, stop putting him in your movies and TV shows. <laughs> like, like they have basically they have said that Bruce Wayne is a problem child that probably should have been locked up from birth. You know, I'm like, you're a kid of wealth and privilege that it's probably private school. I'm, in fact, I would have to assume he's private schooled. He's yeah. definitely he's in a gated mansion, so he's very well protected. You let a total stranger that doesn't look like the cleanest man in the world stick his thumbs in your mouth. <laughs> I'm like, not reach for your face and you back away. No, no, he's full on thumbs in your mouth. Listen, that's the kind of things he's wow, into. That, he likes like, that's something just, that it's said. just weird. He likes a thumb in his mouth. Listen. <laughs> I guess so. You know, like, has it an was oral just, fixation. What can we say? 
It was just oh bizarre. And then even when and then when Alfred's getting choked out, oh thank God he ran to get his father or screamed for help. Oh no, he just stood there. That's the watched. worst Alfred ever. I want to say I want to put that on record. Ever. Let the record Who, Mr. Reflect. Belvedere. Let the Mr. record Belvedere? reflect. Episode one thirty nine. Ralph the Tech has stated, "This guy is the worst Alfred ever." That's because he had no snarky comebacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he also wasn't MI6 trained or whatever they said. <laughs> well, he looks like he was Burger King trained. Damn, <laughs> that's just mean. Nice, I like that. <laughs> um, uh, what about what about how they explain like 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 um, Arthur Flex laugh? How did you guys feel about that? That was um, that was a cheap like cop out. Like really, thank you. you. I, I was just about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> you explain that's that's why he laughs, and it was it, like the. One of the things I didn't like the the bus scene with the the mm-hmm. the, with the lady and her son, Cart. and she automatically says, "Oh, uh, don't bother my son." Like the dude was just trying to make him laugh, and in uh, in real life, the woman would just be like smiling back at him and, and whatever, because she he wasn't even hurting her son. You know? Yeah, it was one of those moves that like that scene particularly. That, I, I thought the same thing. I was just like. I was just like, yeah, you guys are really just going out of your way to make a point. Because yeah. I'm like, 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 I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, the woman just would have just turned, saw her son laughing, and it's just been like, all right, we're yeah. good. <laughs> you know? Even like the, the most. She, she would have said, okay, no thumbs are in his mouth. He's good. Okay. <laughs> I, I think that was like the, they were trying to stereotype black women into making them seem like they're, they just like hate everyone and don't want anybody to be bothering them. Like not even awesome. the most like crankiest woman would, would have said, stop bothering my son. She'd be like, oh. My son is laughing. Let him continue laughing. He's laughing and he's not bothering me. Yeah. Thank God. Well, <laughs> you know. well okay. As the only one who's a parent in the room, there's a part of me that kind of understands, but I but I totally agree with you guys. You know, the fact that it's like, okay, you guys overdid it. Because I know anybody trying to make my kid laugh, I'm like, I don't freaking know you. Get the frick away from my kid. I am that way. I can be that way. But it takes a lot for me to get there. So I, I'm with you guys. I'm just like oh, I, I, I can see what they were trying to do. Well, it's just that they, it, was, it was very forced. Like I said, they were they were trying they were forcing the world against him, and it, and it yeah. felt like they were forcing the world against him. You know, yeah. Um, it was a ready-made world to give us a killer, and and that's like some of I think that's some of probably what um, critically is holding back the critics. But like I said, the average audience is just like you know, hey, it's good for solid performance, and and it is, and it's it's really good that way, but. And it's not even like, you know, days later. I mean, I saw the film today as well. Uh, you know, it's just one of those that just it just hits you while you're watching it. You're like, yeah, there's something off in this. And, you know, um, I, I got a question. You know, Joaquin, yeah, what's that? How, like, is Joaquin Phoenix always that skinny? Because. No, that, he lost like no, 54 no, he, pounds. He, he lost 52 pounds or something like that for this something film. Something like that, yeah. What they tell him is really, like, does he walk in one day and he's like, nope. Your ribs aren't creepy enough. You gotta go back, lose some more. No, so, sometimes that's the actor's call. I mean, Christian Bale for um, that the role he was in the about the, yeah. yeah, was the machine. No, but there was another role that he that he lost a bunch of weight also. Um, um, it's not where I don't know if it's Mark Wahlberg, but somebody else plays the brother, and um, the brother's a boxer. He's a former boxer, but he's a drug addict, and he fighter. lost a lot of weight too. What? The fighter? No, he the the one he lost all the weight for was the machinist. That one he yeah. lost. He, he lost cr- something like 80 pounds or something. It was some exceedingly unhealthy amount of where they yeah. said that literally they had, had to actually have like um, a doctor on set. Doctors. Because he was yeah. dangerously constantly. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that yeah, was. But he also creepy. lost a lot. Of, he also lost a lot of the weight for the fight. But, the, but yeah. the point I'm trying to make is that you know sometimes that's not a director call. I mean, the director will say, "Okay, you can lose some weight," and sometimes actors go, "Well, <laughs> you want to see some weight loss? <laughs> you haven't seen nothing yet." Right. So sometimes that's an actor call. I, I yeah. Was, Joaquin Phoenix is an amazing actor to be able to, you know, make me say, "Holy shit, that is creepy." No, he was creepy. He was really good at that. Um, yeah, like they said that uh, that uh, he didn't look at. I mean, granted, I'm sure he's had to have seen some actor do it, but they said that he didn't go out of his way to um, to study other people that had had done the Joker and stuff like that. He uh, they good. said he just read he read a lot of books about political assassinations and tried to understand killers and their motivations, and uh, you know, kind of just went and did his own thing. They said he also watched a lot of videos of people suffering from uh, pathological laughter. <laughs> Well, and that's kind of where he got his laugh from, which his laugh was annoying and not in the it's the Joker's annoying. Like like his 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 regular laugh was fine. It was his high pitched laugh that it yeah. felt forced. <laughs> right. And I understand well, that he's saying it's not him trying to really laugh. It is. It's his brain doing it, not his emotions doing it. And I get that. It just it was an, it was more annoying than it was terrifying or creeping. It was just like just stop doing that. You're really just pissing me off now. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. How 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 do we feel about Rob De Niro's performance? I, that was the worst casting for a Tonight Show host I'd ever seen in my life. But um, I thought it was fine. It just I, is this is a weird thing. I just at no point believed him as a talk show host. It was just really? like, no, he just felt like he was about to rub you out at any moment. Yeah. Absolutely. Yo, and my next guest is coming on. If he don't make you laugh, I'm going to fuck him up. That's, that's what it felt like he should have said. Like, I, um, I, I was just going to say, I didn't know that they gave my bosses talk shows. Yeah, exactly. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, but I mean, I guess. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen The King of Comedy? It's a movie from... Yes, yes, yeah. I have. Yes, I have. Yeah, okay. So that's it's an old movie. It's from like... I don't know if you've seen it, Ralph. It's from like 82. Jerry and, Lewis is in it. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis what? plays... I wasn't born um, yet. Yeah. Uh, neither sure. was I. I, w- I wouldn't be born for another 40 years. In fact, I won't be born until next year at some point. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, uh, so, Jerry, so glad Jerry we took Lewis, it overboard. The, com- the comedian Jerry Lewis was in it, and he basically plays the same role that um, De Niro played here. And just to give you an idea of the movie, it's about... Um, a failed comic with mental um, that's kind of unstable with mental problems that wants to get on this Tonight Show type um, show and ends up kidnapping the host and um, makes an agreement with the police and whatnot that he will release the guy if he gets a chance to go on the show and do his bit. He does and blah, 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 blah. Guess who played the character that kidnapped the host? Bro? De Niro. Exactly. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like they say it's kind of his homage to doing that. And I'm like, I don't know if it's an homage, but sure <laughs> it's know. something all right I, I didn't mind it i mean i i guess i i okay i i guess i definitely see what you guys are saying totally true you know what I'm saying? i didn't I, well no i'm saying the truth is you guys make excellent points and i and now that i see it that way now i probably can't unsee it that way let the record reflect <laughs> but, the cap said we make excellent points episode 139 all right <laughs> the last it's on the record say that he said that about the knife makers as well, and that was true. No, but um, bum, goodness, no. What I'm trying to say is that I remember the King of Comedy. I remember watching it. It used to come on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, when they had it, as, you know, like on syndicated TV, they would have it as like, as like the Sunday movie of the of the of the day. And I guess this felt like it because it was set in the '80s, or it was supposed to be '80s, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, was, it was. It was set in the '80s, and also King of Comedy came out in the '80s and mm-hmm. had that same look. The cars, everything. I'll say one thing. I'm not a big period piece person. 
wow, that, that was alliteration. <laughs> but like to to see the the way that the, the costume design was and and the places they chose for like a lot of the shots, it really fit. I never felt like I wasn't in the '80s. It felt old. It felt dusty. Yeah. It felt you know. It felt like old New York. It felt graffiti. You know. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a period people person when I'm eating packed pickled peppers either. But um, <laughs> no, but um. You know, it was set, I believe it was supposed to be. Um, if you go by the movies that they showed, um, there was Zero the Gay Blade, and then when they shot the Waynes, there was a poster for Wolfen, and those both came out in 1981. So I'm assuming Wolfen, that's what Oh my set. goodness. Yeah. I did see that. I was like, why yeah. is that familiar? Wolfen. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's Wolfen in 81. Hmm? What's that? Wolfen is a really bad oh, sci fi, supernatural y type movie about like werewolves that are like Indian spirits. It's, it, don't watch it. <laughs> it's, it's not uh, worth watching. Is that like the, um, the Skinwalkers one? No, it's not even that interesting. Oh, <laughs> but um, uh, but it's also had this, this movie also like felt like two Scorsese movies because it also felt like Taxi Driver, which I'm sure it's getting compared to a lot as well. Which oddly enough, De Niro was in both of them. Yeah, and it's funny because they talk about Scorsese was attached to this movie so tightly until like you know I guess toward the end, and then they didn't go with Scorsese being the producer, but. Um, it's so interesting how Scorsese had such a very, a very, you know, adverse opinion about comic movies. Meanwhile, he was about to be involved in this particular one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, I definitely get what Scorsese has to say about the comic book movies, and I agree with um, with a decent amount of what he says about it. It doesn't stop me from enjoying them, but I, I do right. see what he's saying. You know, I, uh, well, but yeah, but that, like I said, so this movie, you know, to me, it's just it's kind of like two movies together, and somebody said, hey. No one's going to watch a movie about a failed comic again <laughs> that, that basically goes crazy. What if it feels like they went? But what if we put him in white pancake makeup and dress him as a clown like the Joker? And then they went brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Yeah, this this movie also doesn't make sense chronologically when you think about it, because Bruce Wayne is about what at this time like. Ten at the oldest, right? Uh, and here he looked like he was eight, maybe. So then, is that Gotham? Is that Gotham age stuff? And then, yeah. uh, and then, the Joker. This guy's at least thirty, right? Well, he they they say that he's about thirty. He, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is way older than that, and he yeah. doesn't look thirty. He looks like he's in his forties, exactly. Hard forties. <laughs> so <know>? then, uh, <laughs> hard life forties. So then, Bruce is fighting a geriatric guy. Right. Yeah, it seems to be what we keep doing. Well, again, they, they, but you do notice though that uh, I'm sure they didn't notice it, but I think they, they said somewhere the director they 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 never say that he is the Joker. But I'm like, well, it's not a Batman movie. You wouldn't have to. He's calls himself Joker. So guess what? He's yeah. the Joker, no matter what you want. Yeah. You know. Well, well, well. There, everybody's always alluding to the fact that they're saying that this Joker is like the inspiration for the the Joker. He's a Joker, not the Joker. That's what, they said the same thing about um about the Gotham Joker as well. They said right. that he, I mean, obviously that was also because they couldn't have the Joker in there, but right. that was the way of explaining it. They were saying, well, he inspired the Joker to be the Joker. So, so which I'm like, okay, guys, no. That's right. That's, yeah. The last thing we need is to have a Joker core, you know, where you have a, a whole right. group of Jokers coming together. I'm the original Joker and I'm the next Joker. And I'm the, you know. Well, I guess you'll be mad at the, 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 the book that's coming out soon about the three Jokers. Uh, yeah, I was about to say there's actually supposedly three Jokers running around and you don't want to know about that at all. Wow. Uh, I actually do want to know because I, I, want, I want to see how mad I'm going to be, but that's another story. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but there, that, that, there is that reason for reading that. Yeah. But, um, right. but yeah, but I, I agree with Rafa and I agree with you as well. Like, I mean, this whole like, Oh, but you know, it's not really, it may not be the Joker. It's like, well, you know, stop trying to have it both ways, guys. Either, mm -hmm. either make a definitive yes, Joker is. movie or don't. 
but just stop stop doing the whole like oh you never know it's like we know what you did you made a joker movie <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I, um another question oh so go ahead Ralph. sure yeah. go ahead so thomas wayne rich guy right Dickhead. Right? We could say mm-hmm. he, he got some money, right? Probably got some right. employees, people on a payroll. Probably has a private mm-hmm. driver, right? Right. Oh, he doesn't have any security people, though, obviously. Right. Exactly. You, you see where I'm going at, right? You, yeah. You're going on a night out with your family. Mm-hmm. You don't have your driver, like, waiting outside for you? Get well, your car? Well, not, like, not, I, not only that, he's in the theater. This is now when the Joker confronts him in the bathroom. The theater that the Joker sneaks into has a hella crowd. Of hateful people that hate Wayne at this point because they're mad. Yeah, he's security. in there without any security. He's just I'm like, really? It's just like that? Because <laughs> again, and it's and it's again, you know, don't don't hand me the Mike. It's a movie. I know it's a movie, but you're making these extremely convenient plot points. Yeah. You know, oh, he just doesn't travel with security at all. Even though he's running for mayor in a town that seems to hate him right now, you know, um, and especially with near riots breaking out, this is the second time he's been confronted by, uh, or his family's been confronted by a lunatic. Yeah, it's oddly enough the same ooh, lunatic, and, 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 but no one cares. <laughs> in my opinion, the the Thomas and Martha Wayne murder scene not necessary mm-hmm. for this movie. No, I was just I was just gonna ask that question um, five minutes ago. It, are we tired of? If we're doing a Joker thing, are we always tired of having it tie into the Waynes as opposed to just running parallel? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like they, they were saying, well, because the Joker did this, this happened, and this became, you know, it, it dealt with you know Thomas Wayne death because we could have just had the riots happen and and that just be it. Was, wasn't right. there but because of that? Wasn't there a storyline in which they implied that the Joker killed um, his parents? I just well, that's, Bat- that's, Batman. that's Batman with with Michael Keaton. Right. Yeah, the, the, Remember, the Tim have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh. Yeah, that's Jack Jack Napier. Yeah, so right. that's that one where he's actually the one that did it. You know, there. Um, it's it was unnecessary. It's like I said, it's it's just again a cheap way to make fans go, yeah, it's the Joker, man, fucking awesome. Like I, I you know, I saw a review and it was just from um, from you know a person like us, not a professional critic, and the guy was just like. Love the movie. It is the best movie ever, and it's the best origin story ever. And I'm like, you haven't watched a lot of film, have you? <laughs> you, <know what? laughs> you know, I mean, to each his own, but still. <laughs> and and, and, and I, I'll double down on what Mike said, which is weird for me to double down on it. But I mean, Mike's right. The movie is good, and the and the acting is great. And Joaquin Phoenix does such a great thing. But it's, there are problems with it because I can't even lie. When I saw the the thing happen with the Waynes. When because of the riot, the Waynes, you know, got murdered. I'm like, okay, that, you know, that's kind of cool. But when you sit there and think about it, it's like, no, nah, you, you know, it, it, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to go there. Right. You could, you know, you, you don't even have to even include the Waynes that prominently and not for nothing. Yeah. You could just, I mean, it's funny because they're like, well, it's a, it's a solo pick and it, it's all about the Joker. Yeah, but, you know, Batman's somewhere in there no matter what. Like, I, I understand that they used Thomas Wayne as a plot device to move him to the point where he realizes that he's the one who tells him that he's adopted and then finds the, gets the file and that's what ultimately causes him to, you know, realize his murderous potential. But they could have done it any other way, you know? There could have been a yeah. cop that said, oh, yeah, but um, your mom has an arrest record and she had spent some time in Arkham. Boom. There you go. 
know? Then he yeah. goes to Arkham and finds the file. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, there was a lot that went on. I mean, especially like you know, like Wayne just dropping the adoption thing. I mean, it was just it was a whole lot of weirdness. Um, and it, it sounded like he like really wanted to hurt him. He's like, "Bitch, you're adopted. You're not my son. Get the fuck away from me." But he still he he punched a guy with mental illness. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Um, but uh, now, did did anyone even for a second fall for the? Oh my God, is he really going to be Thomas Wayne's son? Kind of feel, or did, or was it just like no, no. <laughs> No. I, I can't. No, no, yeah. I can't lie. Not that oh, really? I didn't fall for it, but let's but think about it. I, I mean, I thought the same thing in um, Court of Owls, and I was like, "Oh, that that, that can't be Thomas Wayne Jr." But right. they keep pushing it, so I'm like, "Okay, it's a movie that's not attached. To, I mean, it's attached to DC, but Warner Brothers can do whatever the heck it wants to a degree." I thought it was possible. I thought maybe yeah. that they they would kind of lean to. I was hoping that they, did, they didn't. No, I mean, I, I didn't believe it. I would have been shocked if they had stayed with. It. I was just like, "Nope, she's crazy." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I and I, I love Frances Conroy. Like I, um, uh, most people probably wouldn't know. Or I shouldn't say most. A lot of people would know her from Six Feet Under. She was the mother uh, from oh, Six Feet right. Under. Oh yeah. My yeah, I I know her specific, specifically from uh, American Horror Story. She's been in most of those seasons, and I I just love her. She's just a fantastic character actress. Um, I don't think they, you know, she is probably great and happy that she's in such a a scene movie like that. But I just don't think they used her to her best of her talents because she has a lot of range, and unfortunately, she was just you know. She, I think she did a good job of being the crazy mom, but you know, she's got better range than that. Yeah. Speaking of crazy, kind of bringing up one of my one of my um, last points or last questions I want to ask. Um, how did you feel about the way they presented the way um, Arthur Fleck saw things, and that later on you started piecing together that he was imagining some of those things, and that yeah. not everything that we saw was you know what it was. I, I got I this one, Mike. Oh, go ahead. Listen. From the moment he took a breath, he's like, <laughs> "Go ahead." Listen, from 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 the first scene where you see him, uh, like, knock on her door and then kiss her, I'm like, "Oh, that's that's all in his head." Now, I was just so relieved to understand why Zasi would have been interested in him in the first place. I'm like, "No." Yeah. I'm, <laughs> like, first of like, hold on, love me some Zazzy beats. Love me Zazzy beats. Love her. Love her. Love her. I mean, then you'll, you'll love her more if you pronounce her name correctly because she really gets pissed off about it. <laughs> Listen, I, I I'll just call her Domino, you know. Yeah, no, but it's actually really funny. Like if you watch tapes up, she's like, "No one pronounces my name right," and it pisses me off. But a lot of the time, she says that, but she doesn't say how her name is pronounced. I'm like, mm-hmm. it would help if you told people. <laughs> if you don't like yeah, the way well, you pronounce your name, just change it. Yeah, and and what's interesting is throughout this whole review, we really didn't mention her. Um, she, she, she wasn't important. Well, that's yeah. the thing that got me. Like she was just this this point. I mean, granted, it showed you eventually that he was living in this dream world, but. It, it was a kind of a long way to go to get there. Um, yeah. it, it, it was a cool scene when she, you know, and she comes out of the, the bedroom and she's like, what are you doing here? You're in the wrong apartment. You know, who, you know, don't you live down the hall? Yeah. I mean, it was cool. I didn't like the flashback for us to, to now be told definitely what we saw. I, I, I mean, I, I get it that a lot of moviegoers, they need to see it. But yeah, for instance, that's the thing that would piss off Scorsese. <laughs> like, yeah. like, okay, you've let them know that he's crazy and, and imagine that. You don't need to show that. Let them figure that out on their own. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was cool, um, but I did think it was a long way to go for it. Okay, uh, I hear that. Uh, you, you know what it reminded me of? And I'm like, it's funny because every movie can remind you of every other movie. Um, it reminded me of Fight Club. In that way, okay, a little bit. That yeah, moment, 
In you know where, where where you go through this this whole movie thinking that Tyler Durden exists. Spoilers. Um, and you know when you find out, you know when um, Ed Norton explains to you that you know, hey, here's where the where the where the head trip is, and he goes back and shows you all those moments where you know Tyler Durden was there, but he really wasn't. Wait, are you telling felt- me that this guy Brad Pitt wasn't there the whole time? Spoilers. Stop it, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, all right. Any other points we want to make before we um, wrap this up in a nice little bow? Yeah, I want to meet all the Wall Street execs that know the uh, the, the lyrics to uh, "Send in the Clowns." <laughs> <laughs> it is the '80s. Think about it. The the '80s. Um, that's just me. I always feel like the '80s. You know, though we live in the age of information. I'm trying to find a way to explain this. I feel like that back in the eighties, people had a sense of like they there was an appreciation for older genres of things than now. That's because back then you only had three channels, and you know yeah. you only had five radio stations, and they would play certain things. Well, there was a lot things. of there was a lot of shared information, that right? We had yeah, and we have it now, but it's just so much information that, that some people don't get the same thing. Like everybody, like back when you grew up, everybody saw the Brady Bunch, everybody saw Gilligan's Island, even if you didn't like it, everybody you know knew about Good Times. You know, you knew those things, but now it doesn't happen that way. Yeah. So I could see somebody in the eighties knowing Sudden the Clowns because the eighties, you know. Yeah, right. I'll let you have it. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I struggled on that one. <laughs> I was trying to make a point, and it was just like, "Oh my goodness, I'm so tired." <laughs> I have a all right. I have a I'll message I'm sorry. for all you staircase fanatics out there. Oh my god! It's just my, a it's staircase. My apartment. Leave the Bronx alone. <laughs> what about the staircase in the Bronx? People are oh, you flocking to the staircase and, Dude, and doing okay, the stupid Mike. Joker thing. Okay, Mike, Ralph, we're going to take a trip. Mike, the, the stairs are not too far from my house. You know oh, okay. Right? It's about a good seven blocks from my house. Oh, I would not have known and, that. And that part of the Bronx, it's okay, but you don't want to really be hanging out. Not if you're, yeah. not if you're, you know, out of town or you look like you're an out of town. What if you're, what if you're a crazy killer because... in a, in a clown costume? <laughs> <laughs> I bet they'll leave you alone then, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they don't come in looking like this. Oh, look at the steps. Let's go take a picture. You know, so you got all right. these foreigners coming, That's taking so pictures funny. up in this really rough neighborhood. And it's like, you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, people just trying to get to where they're going and you just got a flock of people in your way. I'm like, it's ridiculous. That is really funny. <laughs> All right, so um let's go for it. Renaming the film. Ralph, you wanna go first? Uh Joker. <laughs> that's it. Wow. <laughs> you could tell he, he you can tell he was not prepared. No, no, it's, it's not it's not that, that I'm not prepared, he just doesn't deserve much more. Wow, he's throwing it down, throwing down that gauntlet. Oh, it's thrown! Wow, it's on the floor, and no one picking that shit up. Damn! You you you, you want to hear the funny thing? What's that? I I, I got to show you my notes. I have the same thing written down. <laughs> <laughs> Joker, ha ha ha! That's what I have. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Are you really fucking? You gave it out. You gave it two more hours than I did. You, you I guys, did. I really did. As I suspected, you guys do share one brain. Hey, what can I say? Actually, it makes the, makes we, the show run. We share half a brain. Correction. Oh. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Now, we I'm, share not, now I'm not brain together, or we share a half each. Because if we share half a brain together, that means it's a quarter. That means we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> no, that just means that you pass it back and forth. So at any given moment, one of you is functioning with no brain. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's why That's we can't why talk about the There time. we go. That's why I stuttered. Credits, well credits. <laughs> Mike, I retitled the show. I retitled it "What I Learned from Watching Taxi Driver and the King of Comedy in Film School." <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> definitely had that feel. Definitely, um, Phillips definitely was looking for that. I, I believe so. Yeah. All right, so let's go for it. Ratings for the Joker. Ralph, I give it. Uh, Two hours that I will never get back. Whoa. Damn. Damn. He gave it a two out of... Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Oh, shout out to Lula. Lula, I'm wondering what you're going to say about this. Okay. I was a little more generous and gave it a six steps on the staircase that you should definitely fall over (laughs) out of ten. Watching people get on the stairs does annoy me. Mike. Holy shit. Uh, well, obviously, you guys drink all the haterade. I, I give it a seven and a half. Better to be king for a night than a schmuck for a lifetime out of ten. And if you're wondering, <laughs> that's a quote from the King of Comedy. Well done. Well done. By the way, if you haven't seen King of Comedy, definitely need to check it out. It's, it's a really it's good, a movie. good movie. It's a good movie. I'll, I'll put it on my all list. Right. No, I won't. You're not yes, watching you it. You've got everything on your list. All right. So there you have it. Joker, whether you like it or not, it's not a laughing matter how they're going all the way to the bank. I mean... One billion worldwide, but yeah. you know what? Guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. So, you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy, Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right. It's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed, like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak, so download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. Now we're more. Now more. With what? more what? Ha. Ha. Ah. <laughs> yeah, ah. now I know what to bring you. <laughs> bring, bring you a clown. Okay, so guys, you know the I segment. I will murder I- you. Oh, oh, that's right. You're scared of clowns. Oh, yeah. I'm not I scared of clowns. Ha, ha, ha. They just really, you're making out. fun of him? You're scared of any slight creepy thing in a movie trailer. Yeah, yeah but I can sit in a circus, motherfucker. <laughs> I can sit in you a circus, too. You can't sit alone in the theater. Who are you guys? They just showed theater. Annabelle. <laughs> I can sit next to you. You're the biggest fucking clown I know. Hit, the, hit it. Hit it, Ralph. Yeah. Whoops. Press the wrong button again. Oh my God. And why? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we rarely make it under a minute, but we're going to give it a try. I think we I think we actually might make it this time. No. <laughs> no. You, you've given us a list to put in order. <laughs> I've made a vow ready, never to make ready, this possible. Ready, set, go. Rank the following Jokers from worst to first. Nicholson, Ledger, Phoenix, Romero, Leto, and Hamill. Worst to first. Ralph. Leto, Nicholson, Phoenix, Romero, Ledger, Hamill. 
Wow. Mike. Uh, Leto, piece of shit on the bottom of your shoe. Nicholson, Ledger, Phoenix, Hamill, Romero. <laughs> okay. If all DC shows on CW were being canceled and only one could remain, which one would it be? Mike. Black Lightning. Why? Because he's got pure power in his pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ralph. Uh, the Flash, because then it's a cheat, because you could still have every other show, seeing as how it, it touches almost every show. Yeah. Touches that sounds so horrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, it touches Marvel in all the places. Stop it! <laughs> what, what does Marvel have to do with their animation department to be as good as DC Animation? Ralph, hire better writers and marketing teams. So close. Time is up. We'll keep going. He's, he's a, what was that, Ralph? Say it again. To hire better writers and marketing teams. All right. So like like uh, sometimes they, you know, they don't really know when something comes out. It's definitely true, Mike. Uh, all Marvel has to do is wait for about two more bad DC animated films, and they'll be on par with each other. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> they don't need to up their game. DC's doing the work for them. Nah. <laughs> oh, I'm wow, sorry. Did okay. someone say something about the killing joke? What? Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Oh, so fucking horrible, yeah. <laughs> Freaking right. rapist Batgirl. All right. Final question. <laughs> DC Plus premieres DC soon. DC Plus? DC, sorry, sorry. Disney Plus. There you go. <laughs> premieres soon. Actually premieres in a couple hours, um, for from this recording anyway. How long do you think it will be until it destroys Netflix, Ralph? Nah, because all they're gonna offer is Disney content. Netflix has a whole bunch of shit, so Netflix is the titan right now, man. Ain't nothing taking it down. Wow. Okay. Even though I um, don't have Netflix only, stock, dun dun. It's <laughs> it's not only. Di- I won't even get into that, Mike. Uh, Netflix isn't going anywhere. Why? Because the founders Reed Hastings and Mark Randolph have pure power in their pants. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's a lot of pants power, man. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Disney has all of the Fox stuff, the Marvel stuff, and then the Disney programming, which is, you know, not just their programming, but it's their movies. Um, they have all of the, uh, the big cartoon superhero stuff from, like, the 80s and whatnot. I mean, they have a lot of content, but Netflix does have a ton more. I mean, you know, Disney will also offer their own stuff uh, like Netflix does as well. So it'll be it'll be a competition of a sorts, definitely. I mean it'll it'll definitely make both of them up their games hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully and it'll be better for the consumer. Eventually, yeah. it'll all just be one giant Netflix. I'm telling you, man. They're coming for them. They're coming for you. Oh boy. <laughs> They're all coming right. for you, Barbara. Oh goodness. <laughs> all right. Shout outs. Anybody got any shout outs? Mike? Ralph? I have a shout out. I have a shout out that in 50 minutes it'll be happy birthday to Ralph the Tech. Oh, you beat Yay. me to it. <laughs> he is so old, ladies, but he's still single. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. when I say old, I'm talking like Jerry. I said, what are you, like 85, 90? I mean, I'm way younger than him. I, I am about <laughs> a cool millennium. <laughs> I'll nice. say one thing about Ralph is that. I, I, um, one mistake that always happens is that when Mike stands next to me, people always think that Mike's younger than me. Don't ask me how, but whatever. Because when, I am. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Keep asking dumbass actors. <laughs> and everyone else with eyes. Yeah. <laughs> think about it. The only people who've gotten it wrong are actors. Think about it. Think uh, about it, really. That's the only people that have told you. They don't know how <laughs> math works. That's what it is. Well, it's funny. What I was saying is that when, when, when people you know, look at Ralph, they always think Ralph and I are the same age. I'm like, no, no, we're not the same age. So I don't know if that looks like Ralph looks more mature or that I'm youthful. 
Let's go with that. I'm more mature. <laughs> I think just because a singing uh, a seeing eye dog barks twice, it does not mean it's agreeing with you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> do I look younger? Ha- ruff, ruff. It just means go away. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ralph. You know we love you, bro. You know that. Oh, it's, it's uh, amazing you I'm, remembered, Cap. 21. I'm quite fond of you as well there, Ralph. Well, I was for, for years, I was always getting it around the day. And then Facebook, he took it off Facebook. I was like, damn it. <laughs> well, because if people care, they will remember. Love you, well, Mike. They don't, but but if they don't know, you know. See, ah, yeah, it's it's yeah. easy for Mike to remember because his my birthday and it's, his birthday is just the reverse of each other. Right, they're exactly. inverted. Yeah, yeah, and and I always remember that I'm ten years younger. <laughs> it's an easy thing to remember. Wow, what's it like living in evolution? <laughs> in my world, things are a lot brighter and colorful. That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Joker movie, a lot of delusion. <laughs> and I and I look good in all lighting in my world. Wait, do, do you picture Domino as your girlfriend also? Uh, <laughs> you you mean the person whose name I can pronounce? Yes, I don't even want to attempt to pronounce it because then she'll probably show up at my house and say, "That's not how you say my name." Please, if, if, if it's like Candyman, Candyman, but a sexy girl shows up to my door, I will be doing that right away. You know, but she'll <laughs> right walk away. away. She won't come in. She'll just be like, "That's not how you say my name." Then she walks away, and I'll be like, "Come on, come on back." She'll be like, "Nope." Say now you're just name. gonna end up with, just gonna end up with Tony Todd and a, and a, a Teddy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you want to try and say my name? No, 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 please. <laughs> Where do you want me to put this hook? <laughs> wow. All right. Any other shout-outs there, Mike? Uh, you know, Ralph's big birthday is the biggest shout I could come up with. So I say everyone else can suck it for the until the next podcast. Wow, Ralphie. Uh, I would just like to say uh, thank you for all anyone who is listening, and uh, leave us a message: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're there. Reach out. We are there. We are there. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Besides, I was gonna say the birthday boy was gonna get the big shout out, but Mike fucking stole my thunder again. So I'll well, just. You know, that's, <laughs> that's his Indian name, right? Stolen again, thunder. Oh, <laughs> there we go, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Stolen. I like that. That's his name. Stolen Thunder. Stolen wow, Thunder. Wow, you could tell us. Uh, you, you could tell us Ralph's birthday. He does another good impression, and he says something funny. There you go. Good <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, guess what, folks? You have to wait a whole other year for him to say something funny and do another good impression. There you go. <laughs> but it'll be <laughs> worth all it. four impressions. It down. <laughs> will be worth it. Well, my, my 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 other shout out. Now that Ralph's already been shouted out, is everybody else to Joey to Kev. Oh. Apologies to Kev and to JP in advance. Okay, Kev and JP. Well, not in advance said, anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, see, I misspoke. What the hell? I'm tired. Postmortem. <laughs> uh, um, well, my bad. Um, they really wanted to be part of the Joker podcast, but with our schedules and when we start fil- when we start taping now, it, it's just hard to kind of get that stuff together. Well, maybe we'll probably try to get them back on to have like a. Uh, like a Joker forum or something like that because I know that they really wanted to talk about the film and I'm very curious on how they both feel because they're both two definite different opinions about the Batman universe. Yeah, that's, that's just me. Yeah, no, that's very true. As long as yeah. as long as JP doesn't say that he knows everything about the Joker, we're doing all right. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Shout out to Jazz, Mister Newlywed. Oh my God! <laughs> speaking of speaking of knowledge. <laughs> I also shout out to Lula. She, um, Lula has been wanting us to do this show because she is a big 
um, Joker fan. Like it was one of the one of the three things that she draws a lot of. She draws draws a lot of different um, different combo characters, but she's a big big Joker fan. So her and I have been arguing about how good the movie is or isn't. And yeah, yeah, the good movie's right. good. So so, so Lula thinks she's a bigger Joker fan than me. Nah, I ain't all that. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Nah, nah. Lula, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when you say it, it just sounds creepier. <laughs> I mean, listen, so. listen, folks. You do not understand how big of a fan Mike is. He actually puts the makeup on and looks into the mirror and starts laughing at himself. Mike, you really need to dress as the Joker for next Comic Con. That's what I think. <laughs> No, because everyone will be dressed as the Joker for the next comic. Oh, not that, not that Joker. Not that Joker, please. It's like when everybody dressed up as Jared Little Joker for the comic oh, two years God, ago. That was horrible. Wait, wait. Is is it racist if you go in whiteface? Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> although, although check your pockets to see if you found where Mike cares. <laughs> <laughs> although on my way down there, dressed in whiteface, I'll probably end up with a better job. <laughs> it's true. <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> Mike! Why aren't you at the Comic Con? I'm CEO of Netflix now. <laughs> <laughs> the cops will probably stop you and give you money. Oh my! God. They hey, asked sir, me if sir. there was any black people I, that I want to beat up. I was like, Yeah. Oh sir, did God. you drop this thousand dollar rolls of uh, this, this money clip with three thousand dollars in it? Yeah, yeah, it looks like mine. Yeah. They actually stopped <laughs> me when I was dressed like that, and they took me to better neighborhoods to walk around in. <laughs> They point, they point the mic and go, hey, you you look like a guy who has high credit. <laughs> Here's a Lamborghini. Have fun. No, no. Bring it back whenever. <laughs> um, also, uh, before I go, sh- um, shout out to Johannes. Shout out to, um, who else? I was missing somebody else. Oh, shout Joe out to Ruben Ho! also. Yeah, Big Joe, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that's it. Um, anybody else before we wrap it up? Nope, I told you. Everyone can suck it until the next time. Okay, so. <laughs> all right, so I guess that's the end of the show. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, and the birthday boy, RT Square, Ralph the Tech, yeah, yeah. this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. And if anybody asks about your dad when you walk to the front gate, make sure they don't put their fingers in your mouth. That's a good idea. <laughs> 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 <laughs>